Welcome to the Healing Experiment podcast, where we create a felt experience of healing in every single episode. So it's not just about talking about healing, it's actually allowing you to experience different healing modalities every single week. And each week, I either will share a message for myself, or I will bring on guests that I know that are working in the world, doing great work, that are very much in alignment with their heart's calling. And today is one of those very special people in my life. I've met Heidi way back in, oh gosh, it has to be eight or 10 years ago, maybe even more. I can't even, I lose track. It feels like a lifetime I've known her. And she is a spark of inspiration. She is a spark of, she's ignite, an igniter. She's a connector. She's a collaborator. She's a community builder. She's one of those people that you really want to have in your life. And I'm really grateful to have her in mind. Heidi is the founder of 100 Humanitarians, which is a nonprofit organization that does all the work on the ground in Kenya. And we are we work in collaboration. She is my go-to partner for humanitarian efforts. And I support 100 Humanitarians um, really from the beginning. It's been one that I really, really honored. And I've been privileged to see it grow and expand and come into this beautiful divine alignment. Heidi is also a tech guru. She, everything tech, she has her tech tribe. She works with people, entrepreneurs, people that want to start a business, people that are running a business that want to integrate and bring everything into full alignment tech-wise, your website, your, your email responders, all those kinds of things, all the tools that you know every business needs for an online business. She helps bring them together in a way that authentically work for you or is specific to what your business needs are and your grand vision is. So she has a lot of different skills and a big heart. And I want to welcome Heidi to the show. Thank you for joining me today. Oh, thank you so much, Sue. It's so fun to, to do this, you know, and we've had so many opportunities over the years to collaborate and connect, but we've never done it in this way. And so it's fun to be able to do this, especially today. Yes, absolutely. So tell us today, why is today so special? Uh, well, today is the sixth anniversary of 100 Humanitarians, and uh, it started in kind of a funny way. Um, it started in the shower, right? We have so many ideas in the shower, I think, because we're just, we're letting the elements wash us clean, and, and it, it opens up space for us to receive inspiration and guidance, and uh, and so that's what happened to me, and I, in celebration, I launched a book today that's a memoir of my first three years in Kenya. So I'm celebrating a lot today. And, you know, I remember uh, it was interesting. The event where we met was also when I really started to, to uh, hear about some of the challenges in Kenya. And that was, of course, a few years before I actually went to Kenya, but that was kind of the, the portal opening of you're going to be doing some sort of work in Africa. And so um, and then, of course, on my on my first expedition that I led, you and I ran into each other. <laughs> well, we didn't run into each other. We planned it. But planned it. Yeah. Um, so, you know, having you be in key parts of this journey and then and then being able to talk today is really special to me. Thank you. Well, it, it's been an honor, like I said, to to witness the growth and the expansion and 
and the continued alignment and realignment over the years, right? So let's talk a little bit about soul seeds because you do a lot of work with soul seeds and in relationship to 100 humanitarians and the work in Kenya and stuff kind of go back to like what is this what is soul seeds how do you define that for for your within your work and for yourself and how did that kind of lead you to the work you, you shared a little bit about you know the insights coming or the downloads coming in the shower but it was there a seed do you believe that there was a seed planted long before you arrived here Yes, absolutely. You know, uh, we have these little experiences and it's funny, Facebook memories is actually great for me to see where those seeds were planted. Like I'll see memes that I posted years before I went to Kenya and I'll start laughing and I'll say, wow, I was just planting that along the way. Um, seeds are a big deal in, in my world because what we're doing in Kenya is uh, helping families with sustainable food projects, with clean water, with hygiene, but we plant seeds all the time. We plant trees, we plant vegetables. So this concept of a seed and being able to have it grow has been a, a consistent theme. Um, I created Soul Seeds because I needed something to keep me grounded, really. Um, it came from a lot of different sources uh, I kind of think it came through me, not from me, you know, um, and when I first started working in Kenya, I realized that I would need my own kind of meditation mantra system, support system for when I had to get through things on my own. And, you know, I'm a very um, spiritual person. I'm a very religious person. I have my faith. I have a, a lot of those types of tools, but I needed really something I could talk through. I'm kind of a talker. <laughs> and so, um, so I created this, the soul seeds concept, which is really all about the energy centers in our body. Some people call them chakras. Um, I call them energy centers because it, for me, it, the word energy helps to ignite that. And so soul seeds is all about the seeds that you plant in your energy centers, in your body that you can then manifest. Um, and the concept of, all right, you may plant the seed, but then it doesn't sprout right away, right? So you're waiting for that sprouting to take place, but then that's when you get to really run with it and take action. And sometimes it can incubate for a long time. And sometimes it's like, oh, I just planted that seed and all of a sudden it started the next day, you know, I mean, so th this gestation period that we go through. And so, so soul seeds, that's what it's about is what, because in each of the energy centers in your body, there's really fertile ground for something unique. Um, it might be in your foundation energy center, which would equate to a root chakra. Well, what do you want to plant in that kind of energy? And, and so as these ideas came into my brain about what I wanted to do, I would identify which energy center in my body I needed to plant that seed and work on it. And so it was literally um, like if I needed it to come from my heart or I needed it to come from um, my throat, use my voice for it, then I would say, okay, I need to use my voice in this way. I'm going to plant the seed. I mean, this book has taken six years in, in order to really come out, but the seed was planted using my voice. Like, how did I want to use my voice to make the world a better place? And so 
So these tools that we accumulate, it's much like gardening tools, right? <laughs> or at any other support tools that we use in order to get through that next step. And we always have a next step. We're on this path and this journey and, and our tools um, need to align with where we are in that place. So a tool that I might've used 10 years ago, I don't use today because it's not it's no longer in alignment with where I am on my journey. So I, I couldn't find things out there that really resonated with me. So I said, oh, well, I can take all this, all these different modalities that I've learned and just create this for myself. Yeah, create your own plant. Plant your own seed, begin your mm -hmm. own, yeah, begin your own uh, fertile ground around it. So I'm curious, which which chakra did you, which energy center did you plant the Kenya expeditions in? Oh gosh, all of them, <laughs> I've taken all of them. Um, it's really, uh, Kenya is such a, a journey for me and even though the concept would be that we're doing humanitarian work in Kenya and that we're helping the people there, it really, the, the switch flipped in my brain when I realized this is more or as much as my journey that as it is helping them, right? So I, I realized um, on my very first trip when I was walking down the road, um, trees on the side, kids playing, they're all happy. I had in my head that they should be miserable, you know, as I'm walking past these mud huts and, and these kids are just running around and giggling and laughing. And, and I kind of wanted to say, don't you know you're poor, right? <laughs> well, who told them that? We did, right? So, um, so as I was walking down that road, I remember saying, I need Kenya more than Kenya needs me. Mm. And that realization made me realize that going to Kenya, doing this work in Kenya was going to be the greatest personal development journey that I could come up with for myself. Um, so there, there are different aspects, you know, we built, a, we're building a cultural center, we built a guest town house, it's very much focused on the land there. And so a lot of what um, the seeds that I plant are in that foundation, because it's a building. Um, there are areas where I need to be creative in the methods that we use. And so then I will, you know, move more into my, um, my sacral chakra or my solar plexus where I need to get stuff done. And so it just, it kind of moves all the time. And, and soul seeds is a, a foundational program that leads into a much bigger program that is soul studio. Soul Studio being, I'm literally building out whole buildings in my brain and virtual buildings. And it's kind of like the next level of manifesting. Um, and this is something that I'm in and out of throughout the day. So if I need, you know, if I need to create something or if I'm working on something in particular, I will jump into, all right, what energy center does that go into? And, and I have this routine of where I kind of roll it out into the, the space where I want to manifest it as well. So, and that's, that's a more complicated program, um, a more detailed program, but it all starts with that seed. And sometimes that seed is literally picking up a post-it note and writing it down and then saying, okay, where does this go? Because it came through me. And I, I tell people all the time, I'm like, I think our subconscious is, you know, we joke, we didn't come here with an instruction manual. I'm like, but I think we did. I think it's in our subconscious but it's our responsibility to 
pay attention to that inspiration that we can then bring to fruition because we're creators. Yeah, absolutely. I always talk about our internal GPS, right? Mm -hmm. When we can tap into our internal GPS, when we can actually tune into it, get on the right frequency so we can actually hear. And then, and then the, and then the test is really, will we follow? Will we have enough faith to follow? And sometimes that faith is walking with blind faith, right? So we don't always see, like you said, the some seeds take longer to germinate. I know I was growing some cilantro and my sunflowers and different things. And I was like, man, this is taking forever. I'm like, I, I, so I had to look back at the package and like, oh, it's a longer germination. So I could like calm my mind down and go, okay, well, these seeds are okay. They just need more time, right? So it's some of those visions and some of those dreams we have or some of those things that are within our heart that we know we're meant to create on our path or allow to come through us take a little bit longer. And that requires that deep trust and blind faith. Can you talk a little bit, sorry, can you talk a little bit about, um, I want to go to manifesting because every time someone says manifesting, I was kind of like, because my relationship to manifesting has changed a lot over the years. Mm -hmm. And you, you talk about manifesting, but you talk about it coming through you, right? So it's like, who's really manifesting? Is it me, little Sue here on earth and my humanness? Or is it a, a bigger part of me? Or is it a source beyond me? So I, I kind of go with more like spirit is working through me, you know, God or spirit mm -hmm. or the divine, doesn't matter what you call it, is working through me. And I'm the, the messenger to bring forth what's meant to, to be created through me. So can you talk a little bit about your relationship to manifesting and how that shows up for you? Yeah, so um, it's, it's interesting because I, um, I'm a huge believer in prayer. Uh, to get things accomplished. Um, and I'm a huge believer that, uh, that God uses us to answer the prayers of other people. So when I say manifest, it's kind of one of those things where it's, it's eternal. It's like, a, it's like a circle where I feel like it's the prayers often of the people that I work with in Kenya and that they go up to God and then they, God circles it back through me and, but they tell me as well, right? So sometimes I'll just ask them, hey, what are you guys praying for, right? Like, what, what am I, what can I help bring to pass for you based on your prayers? Because it's not about me and what I want for them. It's what they want that I can help them achieve, right? So, uh, so in that circle, I'll say, you know, they'll say, I, I really want to manifest this, or I really want to create this. And then I say, okay, what do I have in my tools, resources, mentors, connections to make that happen? And so, and sometimes that happens really fast and sometimes it happens slowly, but like, for example, sometimes I'll just put out on Facebook and say, Hey, this kid needs school fees in order to get back into school. Can we create a miracle today and done? Right. And other times it's, it's a long process where I say, okay, we need to track that. We need to set up the systems. We need to set up the infrastructure so that we can really scale it. So there really is that range, but the more I know about what they need and want and are praying for, the more God sends the, that message through me and says, here, you've agreed to take this on and be my hands in order to make this happen. And so I, and there are things that I can 
manifest for myself in my life as a result of being willing to do that and to receive that inspiration as well. Mm-hmm. And so it, it's just all about alignment. I mean, and it can be silly for my 50th birthday, trying to manifest a Sarge Green Jeep Rubicon, you know, because I think it would be fun to have a Jeep here because I'm always in a Jeep in Kenya. Um, and it seems, you know, in the context of, well, you're trying to help all of these people in Kenya, why would you manifest something that's so expensive and yada, yada. And I'm like, it's not, it's not about that. It's about creating for them and creating for myself in the process, because you really can get out of balance with that. Absolutely. Yeah. There's, there's two things that stood out in what you said. And that was one big piece is like understanding that there's always going to be a need in the world. There's always going to be people in need. And, and I, I would love to see the day in my lifetime where that is not the case, where everybody's needs are met. And I do believe it's possible. I'm just not sure that we're, we're quite there yet or that we can quite get past that, that tipping point that we need to. So recognizing that we can give in the world. We can be generous. We can be supportive and and extend but at the same time we're meant to receive we're not meant to give 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 and not receive so when when you talk about the jeep it's like it's not about expense and and having a lot of money like a lot of people are manifesting i want this much money and i'm like what is the money the symbol of what's the meaning behind the money what what would the money bring you like what what does a jeep bring you right so mm-hmm. It's more like the purpose of it. And what I, when I, when you were talking about it, I saw it like it's sparkly. It's kind of like fun. It's joyful. Like I felt this fun joyfulness come out when you spoke about it. So that's really what you're aligning with. Uh-huh. So, but, but there's these forms in the world, right? We're, we're talking about a form of a Jeep or a form of, you know, a, a cultural center in, in Kenya, that sort of thing. So that I, I wanted to talk about that. I wanted to mention that because I, I very much aligned with that too. I learned that lesson as well. And mm-hmm. then when it comes to providing uh, a hand up versus a handout, this is something that you guys are really good at with 100 Humanitarians is creating opportunities for people in Kenya to become empowered mm-hmm. and to be sustainable in, in food, whether it's food or income for themselves, that sort of thing, as opposed to just constantly giving out donations because there's so many people in need you're just going to keep giving and giving and giving and there's no sustainability to that where you create systems and allow for those systems to then create an empowered sustainable environment for for individuals and different tribes and different different areas of Kenya and then the other piece that was coming in was around the mm, no, it just left me. Interesting. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to leave it there. I'm going to go back to you and, and just see if there's a piece you're meant to add around that. Well, I think, you know, my goal is for, and it's happened, my goal is for a family to say, thanks, we don't need you anymore. We've got it. You know, that, that yeah. it's, uh, um, and that happened, you know, that happened with one family where we sponsored their oldest son in school for his last few years of high school. And, uh, and his mom, Mercy, was cutting vegetables in a field, making less than a dollar a day. And she has four or five kids and couldn't keep up with school fees. You know, they're just, it's very cost prohibitive. And so in, in helping Vincent finish school, 
he could then have education and be able to go to work to help his siblings as well. Well, you know, Mercy, after a couple of years in our training and the things that we were able to do with her, uh, said, I can pay my own school fees. And she very proudly, a few months ago when we were there, said, you know, I make um, maybe $100, $120 a month now instead of less than a dollar a day, which that's, you know, triple, quadruple her income. That's really, I mean, like solid upper middle class in Kenya is $300 a month. So, but watching the transformation in her, her confidence level, the, just the way that she dresses, the leadership capabilities that she is handling now, um, she helps run sewing centers, she's sewing reusable feminine hygiene kits, and she's doing all of these things. And so is Vincent running our garden team. And I just think, they don't, they don't need us anymore. In fact, Vincent's more like, hey, uh, I want to start two soccer clubs so that we can keep boys occupied so that they stay away from girls. Will you help me do that? Right? Yeah. So his mindset is not what's in it for me. His mindset is let's buy uniforms with 100 Humanitarians logo and talk about men who know and help protect these girls. And I'm like, you've got it, right? It's not about you. It's about what you now can give back to your community and it's about him and it's about you know what I mean? it's not about him the focus but it but they're included that's the beautiful thing is we're all included right in mm -hmm. in these soul seeds in these visions we have we're all included in in that picture we're all taken care of in right that. and that's beautiful I love yeah. that. it's really beautiful yeah. so so yeah you know when i am this is a meditation that i listen to almost on a daily basis as a way to, okay, what seeds do I need to plant today? Because it's an ongoing process. It's not, hey, I'm going to plant all these seeds and then wait for all of that to happen. It's literally like living in the present, living in the moment and saying, sometimes letting go of seeds that you planted saying, oh, they didn't come to fruition, but the process of thinking about it led to this right? Because sometimes it's zucchini leads to summer squash or something like that. Um, so it's really being, it's being willing to let go of that, but also being willing to plant seeds every single day to see what will come up. And when we, when I stop planting seeds and I stop doing this process, I start, what am I supposed to be working on? What am I supposed to be doing? But if I'm consciously thinking about it every day and consciously going through this and and alignment um, every single day, then it makes a difference. I get more done, things happen. And you know, what I love is um, that I, I had a funny experience, uh, I guess it was last week where I went in, in trying to manifest my Jeep, I thought, how can I just pay cash for that? I wonder if somebody would just give me $50,000 and I could just pay cash for my Jeep, right? Um, and maybe within 24 hours, I got an email from someone saying that they're donating $50,000 to 100 humanitarians. And I started laughing and I was like, wow, that's close. I mean, I'm not going to use that for the Jeep, but interesting that I declared it. Maybe I need to be more specific, right? In where I want the money to go, like which account I want it to go in. And, and, but it was funny to me that it was like, okay, I see how this I see how this works, right? But if you're not planting seeds, then you don't see how it works. And when people ask me, 
how do you make all these things happen? I'm like, I work at it. This is not, I just don't, I don't sit around, you know, like check my mailbox for checks, you know, like this isn't for me, it's not the secret. It's an active involvement in manifesting on a daily basis. So, yeah. Can you, can you speak a little bit about the difference between manifesting from the place of ego versus manifesting from the place of like that knowing in your heart or, or being that kind of allowing that, that force to come and work through you. Mm -hmm. It's really intention. Um, I try and stay very grounded in, um, like we talked about, it's, it's not about me and it is about me. It's about my journey, but it's not about me. It's, you know, and, and recognizing the difference, uh, between the two, because I've seen in, in other instances, and I think it's awareness more than anything else, but I've seen in other instances where, um, people will start organizations, whether it's nonprofit or otherwise, where, they are hindered by their ability to get things done because it does become all about them and their glory. Uh, I try really hard when I am telling the stories and sharing the stories of getting, giving credit to the connections that came in to make things happen. So I wouldn't say um, I donated 500 days for girls, kids, right? I would say Sue donated 500 days for girls kits. Um, it was so great that she saw the need that she saw one of my posts and she saw the need and that that inspired her. Right. Or I'll, I'll talk about something that Anita has done our community director in Kenya or Christine or Moses or David that I try to focus on the person that did it also, you know, that actually implemented it also knowing that I was a part of that. So I think that's, that's my number one. And I'm not perfect at it at all. And sometimes I'm like, Oh, look what I just did. And then I think I didn't, I was the conduit for it. Like I didn't do anything other than the internal work to plant the seed so that God could say, all right, I will bring these different things into motion. Um, but it, it, it's taken hundreds, thousands of people to do this work. I just was willing to be that kind of keystone you know to say yeah. okay well you were the igniter right right the, the ignition came through you the spark came through you and then in saying yes to it and following mm -hmm. that heart yes then everyone else could align with their heart yes and then and then it becomes this grand orchestration right this beautiful orchestration that 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 brings everybody together in collaboration for a, a bigger cause and connection is really my core value Yes. Um, I absolutely recognize if the world were to end tomorrow, poverty would go away. You know, I mean, there any number of things could happen. And but at the same time, what what did I get to experience and what opportunities did I provide for others because I was willing to say yes? And that's that's really what it boils down to. I mean, someday I'll die. And what legacy have I left? And can other people carry it on? And um, how did it make an impact maybe on the table, on their table, their food that they're eating, or just knowing somebody cared. I think that that's a big thing. I mean, some of the areas that we go to, um, there's no other help available and we're, we're it. And so when, when we go in there, we have to be really careful about what we're teaching them to do and, and what we're 
what we're sharing with them. And so, um, so I think it's really is it's awareness intention and it's making a conscious choice to um, always recognize that there is a greater work happening and that it's really, I just get to be the steward or the, the conduit for that work. Yeah, absolutely. And that goes back to the, the thought where I was like getting, it just went blank, it went away, but it just came back in as around the whole idea of, you know, asking, you know, what do you need? Mm-hmm. What do you need from us? Because it's, that's, that's, that's where ego can easily come in and go, I know what everyone in Kenya needs. I'm like, do we, do we really know what someone who's, who's doesn't have money needs? We don't, we can pretend to know, we can think we know, but again, that's where ego comes in and goes, I'm going to save the day. And and we could have best intentions. And that's why I talk about the spiritual ego coming in and wanting to help and wanting to be of service and, but, but not listening, you know, and we need to listen, but what do you need? How can we help? What support systems can I, what resources can I use? What tools do I have that can help you empower you? And, or bring your vision and, and let your soul seeds be watered and nurtured and expand. That's so important. And that's the one thing that I know you do and 100 Humanitarians is all about, all about that work. And that's which is why I appreciate what you're doing so much. Well, thank you. Yeah, the, when we ask them what their challenges are, it's always food, water, and school fees. That's it. You know, none of them ever say, I'm depressed, I'm um you know, struggling in my relationships, <laughs> the Which things that sure we see as empowerment, yeah. Yeah. that's not their main focus. No, Those things being taken care of for them saying, okay, we'll teach you how to grow your own food. Okay. We can buy a water tank so that you can also water your own food, right? Um, hey, we can provide uh, opportunities for entrepreneurship so that you can pay your children's school fees. Like all of these things uh, solves those problems at that level. And, you know, we're really talking about a hierarchy of needs, but if I go in there and I say, wow, I really want to help, um, women in Kenya set goals without addressing their food needs and their water needs. And and those basic needs, I tell people all the time, empowerment for women in Kenya is time. They are so busy They have to spend hours gathering water and firewood and cooking over a fire in their smoky huts and, you know, just literally spending day after day surviving. So women's empowerment might be, hey, would you like a sharp knife and a cutting board so that you can cut your food faster? Or, you know, do you need some wooden spoons? Or, you know, it's, it might be kitchen tools. It might be anything that creates more time in their day, empowers a woman to then look for other opportunities. And if we can then say, hey, now that you have this time taken care of, now that you have, you're growing your own foods, so you know you don't have to find the money to buy that food. Now that these things are taken care of, what can you create? Here are some options. And, and you know we have things like chicken projects. I mean, Kiva loans and these micro loans and, and those concepts are phenomenal for people and really help teach that stewardship. And so, um, yeah, it's just, it's not making the assumption that we know what's right for them, but listening to what they tell us they need. Yeah, absolutely. It's so important. 
Yeah. And, it, and it allows them to, to feel empowered by choice as well. It's just like, this is what I need. And, and, and this is how you helping me can change my life. Mm-hmm. And in changing my life, then I can change other people's lives. So they, uh, you know, it, it's, it's really important for us to listen. So important, but also listening to ourselves, like listening to our own heart versus our own head. Like it's, I find that being in alignment, working in alignment, especially in the humanitarian aspect of, of my, my work, I really need to be divinely discerning. It's so easy to get pulled into all these different directions that, that are, that are ego thinking, Oh, I'm going to save the day or I'm going to help in a way that it, you know, it's like helping or caring in the form of worrying is still sprinkling them with fear. It's, it's not helpful. So it's really interesting to, to kind of navigate that for sure. Can you talk a little bit about purpose and um, how that relates to your soul seeds? Because a lot of people are always, you know, wanting to find their purpose or wanting to find their why and, and feeling like once they do, then, you know, the clouds apart, the sun will shine and all life will be, you know, rainbows and and unicorns. It's not like that. No. Um, I, I am a big believer that your purpose finds you when you are working and moving and uh, you know, I, I host these little gatherings at my cabin called Mountain Masterminds. We were talking about this on Saturday night. And I said, um, if you're just kind of sitting around getting ready to get ready and you're like, I can't find my purpose, <laughs> you know, and you're just going to, to different events where they talk about purpose, then, then that's not going to get you there. It's actively um, making choices in your life that lead you down paths to have experiences. If I hadn't said yes to getting on a plane to going to Kenya, how would that purpose have found me if I hadn't booked the flight, right? Yeah, and if I hadn't had that moment on the street where you're just like, whoa, wait a minute, this is just as much for me as it is for them. Mm -hmm. Exactly, and you have to pay attention to those moments because that is your purpose. Um, One thing that really came out of this and and, um, I remember when I had this realization, I just kind of started laughing because I was like, oh, your purpose is you. It's not anyone else. Your purpose is whatever you want to grow into being, right? And who you get to be along the way. Uh, So when, if people will say, oh, her purpose is in Kenya. No, my purpose is me. And my purpose is to choose into experiences that will develop me and that will help others. So there's a movie called The Beautiful Mind and where they're uh, kind of discovering modern economics. And the concept of of it is it benefits you, it benefits them, and it benefits the whole of humanity, benefits all of us. Well, so your purpose is really you. And the people that you serve is really becomes more of the why. Why? Because I want to support humanity. Purpose is me. And so, like I said, I need Kenya more than Kenya needs me. They need me, but I need them. And in order to achieve this, I can't say my purpose is Kenya. I don't know what I'm going to do there. And why, the purpose know? is yeah, but it's bigger than that, right? So it's, it's way like, bigger. I talk a lot about the purpose being kind of like the sun, and everything kind of evolves around it. Or mm-hmm. I talk about purpose for me as being in alignment. Mm-hmm. That's it. I just just let me be in alignment. You know, spirit, show me how to be in alignment today. 
and should show up and, and be of service in the highest, in the highest way for everybody. And that circles back to you because you're not saying my purpose in life is to ensure that Kenyans are in alignment. Exactly. <laughs> it's in, to ensure that I'm in alignment, I'm in alignment. that work I'm doing will serve them. Yeah. Right. The so, work you're doing comes from love. It's, it's love extended. It's, it's love is animating and, and lo it's love in action exactly. as opposed to fear in action or, you know, fear disguised as caring or fear disguised as rescuing. Right. Kenyans don't need rescuing. They need, they need to be heard mm -hmm. and, and honored and provided, you know, if you're guided, if it's guided, if it's in alignment for you to extend and provide a hand up, then, then that's purposeful. That's purpose period. There. Yeah. So yeah. Beautiful. So, but I think, yeah, I think people just feel like I, once I find my purpose, then life will begin. And I'm like, no, your purpose really is you. Once you're in alignment, then these, these ideas, these experiences that will support that alignment even further will come into your life. Yeah. So it's the process of being in alignment, staying in alignment, recognizing when you're out of alignment, that's your purpose. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Simply put. And if you're, if you're living for, I call it that when then syndrome, the ego loves to use that one game. It's like, when then, when I find my purpose, then I'm like, no, right now, right here. And now, how can I be in alignment in this moment? Mm -hmm. That's your purpose. Yep. Yeah. Let's simplify it. Right. Stop. Yeah. People stop chasing, stop chasing it. Yeah. yeah. Already here. Beautiful. So I know I, we, we went a little longer talking because I just, I love, love, love talking to you. And we just, we could talk for hours, but I want to save some time for you to bring us through a soul seed meditation, soul seeds mm -hmm. meditation. So I'm going to kind of offer you the, the mic and I'm going to mute myself and I'm going to allow you to just walk us through that process for, for the experience. Okay. Mm -hmm. Awesome. All right. So I want to just clarify that this is, um, this is a, a meditation that you can make unique to you. And that it is something that is very simple. It's a simple meditation. It's not complicated. And it's just designed to bring you into an alignment, into alignment and focus um, every single day so that you can start uh, to identify and plant the seeds that you want to plant in your life. So let's get started. Begin with a few deep breaths as you focus your attention inward to a place of quiet stillness. Think only of this present moment. Feel your breath deep within your belly and as you inhale, imagine that you have a giant mesh strainer, pulling energy from the bottom of your feet, up through your legs, your hips, the base of your spine, your lower abdomen, your upper abdomen, your chest, your throat, your brow, and up through the top of your head, sending any negative or stuck energy up and out of your body. 
Continue to breathe deeply. And as you do, pull the energy up through your body until you feel lighter and your mind and body feel focused and clear. And just continue to imagine that energy pulling up from the bottom of your feet all the way up through the top of your head. Now imagine a brilliant white light just above the top of your head, full of warm and cleansing energy. You can feel a peaceful wave beginning to cascade down over your body as you continue to breathe deeply. Allow the light to begin streaming down through your head, relaxing the top of your head and releasing any tension from your brain and your forehead. Imagine that the light is clearing out any thoughts that are no longer serving you. As you take another deep breath in, imagine the light washing over your sense of sight, down through your sense of smell, through your sense of hearing, Imagine the light moving over your sense of taste, engaging all of your senses. And now imagine that light gently relaxing all of the muscles of your face and moving down through your neck, clearing out your throat, allowing you to expand your ability to communicate other to others in a way that is honoring to everyone. Continue to breathe and imagine the light moving down through your neck and shoulders. You can feel the warmth bathe over you as though you are under a gentle waterfall. Feel the light relaxing all of the muscles of your arms, moving through your upper arms, your elbows, your lower arms, your wrists, and down into your hands, releasing any energy that is not serving you out through your fingertips. Now take another deep breath in and invite that warm light to continue cascading over your back, releasing tension in your upper back, your middle back, through your chest and down through the muscles of your lower back. Express thoughts of gratitude to your spine and back for their strength and support in your life. Now, as you inhale, bring that light gently into your heart, allowing it to swirl and bathe your heart with love, peace, kindness, and calm. Imagine your throat and your heart creating a connection that will support your communication with others in a heart-centered way. Imagine radiating that light out from your heart, connecting with those in your circle of influence and sending them love and peace and gratitude. Now allow the light to continue down into your abdomen where your personal power is housed and your ability to receive. 
express thoughts of gratitude for your ability to receive from others in a way that honors both them and you. Now feel a new wave of re relaxation as the light settles down into the space between your hip bones and down into your pelvic cavity. Imagine the light swirling and energizing your ability to create more in your life and expand your ability to receive more. On your next breath, allow the light to move to your tailbone the foundation of your body and your need for support and safety. As you feel the warm light at the base of your spine, give gratitude and release any fear or belief that is not supporting you. Now imagine the light coming down through your thighs and flowing through the tops of your legs, down through your knees, your lower legs and your ankles. As it continue to, continues to flow through the tops of your feet, imagine any residual tension leaving your body. You feel clean, light, whole, relaxed, and safe. Now imagine that you are sitting on the ground and the light is sending streams of warm and comforting waves down your body, anchoring you into the earth, down into the center of the planet where there is a deep feeling of love. As you continue to breathe, imagine that light coming slowly back up through the earth, coming through your legs, hips, abdomen, and into your heart radiating out 360 degrees in every direction. Continue to expand this beautiful light and heart energy and imagine it covering the whole earth, creating connection with all that will support you and align with you. Now imagine that the light has moved to the base of your spine, the foundation of your safety and security. As you focus on the light, it starts to glow red Center your thoughts around foundational affirmations or soul seeds. I allow myself to feel safe and grounded. With every breath, I relax into divine guidance. I allow opportunities to bring more security and abundance to my life. I am free from any thoughts that are not serving me. If there are any affirmations or soul seeds that you feel you would like to place into your foundational energy, go ahead and do that now. When you are ready, imagine the light moving into your pelvic cavity. It begins to change to the color orange and you can feel the warmth as it expands and grows. Center your thoughts around creative energy as you breathe in the affirmations or soul seeds. I am grateful for the joy of being me. 
I trust my feelings and give them ample room for expression. I am honoring my body and treat myself respectfully. I am radiant, beautiful, creative, and enjoy a healthy and passionate life. Now allow any soul seeds to come in and be planted into your creative energy center that you feel inspired to. Take a deep breath and imagine the light moving upward towards your abdomen where it changes to the color yellow. It grows warmer like a summer's day. And as you center your thoughts around your personal power, focus on these affirmations or soul seeds. I honor the power within me. I accomplished accomplished tasks easily and effortlessly. I can do everything that I desire. I embody inner peace and confidence. Any affirmations or soul seeds that you need to plant today around personal power, do so now. Now imagine the light moving up into your heart where it changes to a brilliant emerald green. Allow your thoughts to center around love for your higher power, for your higher self, for the people that you love and for the greater whole of humanity. Expand that love as you focus on these affirmations or soul seeds. I am worthy of love. There is an infinite supply of love. Love is my guiding truth in my life and I give and receive love effortlessly and unconditionally. I choose to be connected with all beings visible and invisible. Now go ahead and add your own affirmations or soul seeds that need to be planted today when it comes to love. Continue to breathe deeply, and as you do so, allow the light to move into your throat chakra, where it slowly changes to the color blue. Center your thoughts around your ability to speak, communicate, and share your message and voice with the world, and ponder these affirmations or soul seeds. I can hear and speak the truth. I am an important voice in the world, and my voice is heard. I love to share my experiences and wisdom. I know when it is time to listen. I am safe and trust others to allow me to express myself truthfully. Now take a moment to plant any soul seeds that need to be planted today when it comes to communication and sharing your message.
Imagine the light moving into your brow or third eye where it shifts to indigo and centers around your intuition. As you focus on the following affirmations, allow the light to expand your vision and understanding of what you have manifested in your life so far. I am aware and take responsibility for my receptivity. I open myself to inner guidance and wisdom. I am in alignment with my higher power. I can see the light within every soul. Any soul seeds or affirmations that you would like to add today, go ahead and do so now when it comes to your intuition. Take another deep breath. And as you imagine the light moving into your crown, it changes gradually into a deep violet. Visualize your connection with your creator and allow that connection to bathe you with a beautiful and deep love. I trust God to show me the next step on my path. I am grateful for all of the people who are part of my journey. I honor and share the light within me. I am divine. Now take a moment to listen to what needs to come through you in order to be in alignment with yourself and others today. As I begin to count, imagine yourself emerging from the relaxing light, feeling alert, awake, clear and focused, and ready to accomplish what has come through you today. 10, nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. When you feel ready, bring yourself back to your body and back to the room and take some time to journal any experiences or insights that you have had. Thank you for joining me today. Thank you. You're welcome. That was lovely. That was like a nice scrub, <laughs> cleaning scrub.
and that's really what I, I want to do every day, you know, is to just prepare myself for whatever's coming in. Um, sometimes I'll write down my soul seeds or what's coming to mind ahead of time so that as I'm going through the meditation, I can add that in. And sometimes I just, let's see what comes in today and the thoughts that come into my mind today. Mm -hmm. Beautiful. You had a few things come in that were just like, oh yeah, I thought I could plant that seed right there. I'm like, oh, this is a good spot for that seed. So it's interesting to, to use the energy centers in that way. So thank you for sharing that. You're welcome. So I want, I want to take a moment to talk, to share a little bit about the book because it's launching today. It's available on Amazon. I want people to go and, you know, if they feel inspired to go and find it and download it and or order it. So share a little bit about the book and what people can expect in reading it. Well, the book answers the question, how did you get started in Kenya? Because that's what everybody wants to know is why Kenya? And, uh, and usually when I'm talking to people, I say, so do you want to go to Kenya? And they say yes or no. And But what I'm really asking them is, what is your Kenya? And so I wrote the book as an origin story to say, hey, this is what I went through. The first 100 people that came to Kenya with me, the first 10 trips, this is what I experienced. But really, what is your Kenya and what do you feel inspired to do? Because when you start that movement, you step into that, then the people who want to do it with you will show up. But if I were to just say, hey, I'm doing some work in Kenya, everybody's like, that's great. I'm doing some work in Yugoslavia. <laughs> you know, like, I mean, it's so it's really about creating that movement and, um, and what I did. And, you know, looking back now and reading the book, I'm like, how did I do that? That was crazy, right? And but you have to remember all of the things that you experienced along the way and all of the support and the miracles and the opposition and the chaos and you know all of that combined is what has made it such an incredible experience and so so the goal of the book is really to share my story of the first 3 years it's a memoir um but also to illustrate to people that anyone can do this. I don't have a degree in this field. I don't, you know, I, I didn't know anything about running a nonprofit or anything like that. Um, and it doesn't mean that you have to go start a nonprofit. It just means that um, when these things come into your life, they are there to help you to become the best person you can possibly be. And so lean in, you know, say yes, uh, start on that journey. And the book is really meant to be shared. I, I would love for people to order it and read it. It's not meant to sit on a bookshelf because it's meant to be, you know, if you're inspired by it, hand it to somebody else and say, read this and go start that thing that you feel inspired to do. That's really my goal with it is to just inspire some people to do some good and to not wait anymore because there are so many problems in the world that need to be solved. And everybody has the skills to solve that if we work together and inspire each other. So well, it's on Amazon. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So order, what's the book called? It's called My Maasai Name is Nempernot. And uh, it's just a memoir of the first three years, my first three years in Kenya. Um, Nempernot was the name that I received on my first expedition and the explanation of what it means is in the book. Beautiful. So, Love it. So if they want to connect with you by through your website, how can they find you? Uh, the best thing to do is go to 100humanitarians.com or heidetotten.com. Those are the two ways to connect with me. But 
Um, I'm really accessible. You can find me on Facebook. You can <laughs> find me uh, just about anywhere. I'm I'm a not a um, I'm not a hard person to find. So you just search for Heidi Totten and I will come up. Yeah, and I I will put the link as well to the website okay. in, in the show notes, so those that are listening can can access those notes too for the websites and the connection for Heidi. Awesome. So the the if you were to share kind of one piece of wisdom, one gem, one big powerful lesson, or one important lesson that you learned through your work through 100 humanitarians through the work in Kenya and or through writing the book what's that one gem that you would love to share right now um I think the biggest thing is to understand that this is really a journey to trust yourself um that is it's so critical because in a world where worth is questioned, um, especially I think for women and people not feeling worthy or um, feeling inadequate. It's, it's to that this, this journey, when you embark on it, it will be a journey where you learn to trust yourself, you learn radical faith, um, you expect radical miracles, and that just to kind of gear up and be ready for that and not shrink when it gets hard. That's a big thing. Um, because I know that there were times that I did and where I was denying myself the experiences and because of my own insecurities. Um, I, if I could give anyone anything, or, you know, if there was anything I could give people in the world, it's the, um, that confidence and that trust and that um, knowing of just how loved and we're and divine we are. And I tell people all the time, I've always believed in God, but I met him in a mud hut in Kenya, which means that you are well known and found no matter and no matter where you are on this planet. Mm -hmm. Beautiful. I love that. Yeah, it's 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 that path, that inward path that really you know people are always looking for something on the outside of it it's that inward path that has the greatest impact on our own personal life but also on the lives of everyone around us and allowing us to fulfill that heart yes because that heart yes serves all of humanity everywhere all together all at once so i honor you for the work you've done i love the work you're doing and your vision and you know i'm always going to be standing right beside you on the path whether you're in kenya whether you're at home in in the us or wherever you are wherever we meet around the world i i do feel a, a real divine connection with you so thank you thank you thank you mm. thanks for having me today and for helping me to celebrate this incredible six years so thank you for being on this journey with me. Mm -hmm. You're welcome. My pleasure. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in and listening. I know we went a little longer today, but I felt it was really important. The conversation was, was divinely scrumptious and necessary. And I feel like there's a lot of gems and, and pieces in, of insight that you can take into your life. And if anything, kind of really landing in that courage, that divine courage within you to just say yes to that to those soul seeds, to those pieces that you're meant to contribute to the world because the world is waiting and I know you are ready and you're never going to be ready. So just be ready now and decide you're ready and the world is ready. So let's, let's all do this and let's just all jump in. 
So thank you for tuning in. I appreciate you. I honor you. I see you. And I